Welcome to Saleh Family Speaks. Hey, I'm Sana. And I'm Mohammed William. And we are the, the Saleh, Saleh Family. We are social media influencers, content creators, and we own multiple online businesses. We seem to have a lot to say when it comes to just about anything. We are a mixed culture Muslim couple from Canada, and we're always asked about how our lives intertwine with the world around us. This podcast is all about learning to live, love, and laugh in a way that may have you rolling on the floor or throwing your phone at the wall. No topic is off the table, religion, culture, love life, and everything in between. So get ready and grab a big old cup of chai. Welcome back, everybody, to Saleh Family Speaks. On today's episode, we are going to be speaking about something that we are quite familiar with. Women on social media, particularly Muslim women. That's who we're going to be focusing on. Um, It's been a hot topic on TikTok lately. Kind of weird. It's been showing up on my For You page. There's like this like big debate amongst Muslim influencers if Muslim women should be on social media. Interesting. So... There's definitely a lot to unpack on this one. Um, a lot of kind of subtle nuances that people like to throw around. You know, so I think that we should kind of jump in at just the basic point, um, and that is, in general, mm-hmm. are Muslim women, forget about social media, because social media in and of itself is just another way to say that Muslim women are out Integrated into, into society. society yeah. Right? Exactly. So is that allowed? Of course it is. Muslim women are allowed to work. Muslim women are allowed to go to school. Muslim women are allowed to be part of society. Mm -hmm. So you get this, unfortunately, um, again, first to preface the whole thing, we're not scholars. We're not going to issue fatwa. um, But again, as we speak about all the time, you as a Muslim or anyone who's listening to just get education on the matter, we have a responsibility to ponder and and think about verses of the Qur'an and think about what Allah is telling us. Um, So you'll definitely have people who will hold a contrary opinion that women cannot work outside the home. They Mm -hmm. must stay in the house. They must cover fully if they go outside. Um, And if, if a person wants to take that interpretation, by all means, you do your thing. Mm-hmm. But the overwhelming majority of Muslim jurists mm-hmm. are of the opinion that, yes, a Muslim woman can be out and about in the marketplace, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, going shopping, uh, having a job if she needs to. Um, we as Muslim men have a responsibility to provide for our women and children. Yep. Right? So if we are slacking, and or you live in a society, for example, you live in the West, it's almost impossible to have... Um, a single income family and make ends meet exactly in today's day and age especially yeah absolutely so the people who hold a view like that it's unfortunate because they twist verses of the quran Uh, it's no different than people saying muslims are terrorists because you know in the quran it says kill them wherever you find them Mm -hmm. right so which we've We've done an in-depth <laughs> podcast about terrorism in Islam, so Absolutely. you can go back and listen to that. Absolutely. But, yeah. So a lot of the times when people speak about verses of the Qur'an, they totally leave out the verse before it, which explains who this is directed at. Mm-hmm. And in regards to, in the Qur'an, chapter 33, verse 33, um, in regards to women, um, specifically right before that, it's speaking to the Umm al-Hatul Mu'mineen, the mothers of the believers, to stay inside, do not go out into you know society, 
AKA um, the wives of the prophet. The wives of the prophet, may Allah be pleased with all of them. Mm -hmm. So it's very interesting how we kind of tend to leave things out, mm -hmm. you know, for our own our own benefit, mm -hmm. right? And it's it's really quite tragic because it's it's literally what the Islamophobes do. We kind of end up doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so the interesting thing is, is the videos that I've seen on TikTok that are circulating right now, and there's this big debate happening. Is they're saying um, that women shouldn't show their face, which there is a difference of opinion about that. Okay, let but, me just jump on that, just briefly so that people okay. can understand. Yeah. It is a difference of opinion. It is an incredibly small yes. difference of opinion. Mm -hmm. It's, you have Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Malik, Imam Shafi'i, Imam Ahmed, uh, Sheikh Al-Albani, all of these scholars, none of them were there with the opinion that mm -hmm. the face has to be covered as like a rule. Mm -hmm. So just mm -hmm. to preface that, it's not just like a 50-50 kind of thing. Yeah. Also, um, they're saying that a Muslim's a Muslim woman's voice shouldn't be heard. Yeah. So that's why they're like, oh, she shouldn't be on social media because her voice shouldn't even be heard mm -hmm. by other people. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, where did that come from? Because, like, are we just going to ignore the fact that some of the biggest scholars in history and teachers in history were women? Yeah, exactly. And literally the wife of the prophet. Exactly. And she taught thousands of men absolutely and with the, her voice and the men, and exactly because <laughs> so since when because it's... she would be Aisha radiallahu anha mm -hmm. she would sit behind a hijab which is a partition where yeah. she would be because of the verse of the quran again 33 33 directed at her um, where it says and stay in your homes and do not go about displaying your allurements uh, as in the former time of ignorance right so again it was a safety thing though there's, there's probably many, many reasons. One yeah. of them certainly is that the people who wanted to kill the prophet, what better way to do that or harm him than is to harm the most beloved people to him, mm -hmm. right? So to, to make that insinuate a woman's voice, right? And we're not going to sit here, we're not going to talk about hadith because hadith are a source of misguidance for Muslims except for the fuqaha. Except and, for the scholars that are learned and exactly. that, and this is not, that know the background details. This is not a statement of Will Saleh. This is a statement of uh, one of the, the giant scholars of the Salaf, mm -hmm. Sufyan ibn Wa'ina, a he teacher of Imam Shafi'i, teacher of Imam Ahmad, someone who himself was hadith-centric, mm -hmm. but still told the people and, and left that statement. And it's a beautiful statement. I think mm -hmm. we should all follow it because once you start opening up books of hadith and start throwing mm -hmm. out what you think they mean, it's a very, very mm -hmm. slippery slope. Yeah, and scholars are the ones that have spent their entire life um, learning about the science of hadith that we don't understand. We don't understand about the chains of narrations. We don't understand where certain things come from, why certain things are said, some, why certain things are in books that where they shouldn't be, et cetera, et cetera. So let's exactly. Just it's like it's that. like why are you giving medical advice because you you search what a fever is on Google, right? Or, you know what I mean? like you, yeah. You, you negate the doctors to put your own opinion above theirs. Exactly. So that's not what we're gonna do. Yeah. Um. But it, again, it's one thing to speak about certain things, right? So. Just like Sana said, that you know, some of the most eminent scholars were women, and they taught mm -hmm. men, mm -hmm. right, with their voice. Yes. So it, most definitely, it's a very ignorant statement mm -hmm. to to make such an accusation. Now, one thing that I want to say and preface is, I'm not. We're not referring to the the Muslim women that are on social media and they're doing daily vlogs and cooking videos and day in the life with my kids and educating about Islam or you know modest fashion no i'm i'm talking about like the the ones that obviously shouldn't be displayed on social media are the ones that are twerking and doing dancing like and and you like know what anybody. i mean like the things that are not 
what a Muslim woman should do. I'm talking about the ones that have good intentions on being so, on social media absolutely. and have every right to be. Yeah, absolutely. AKA and, and, like us. <laughs> and, yeah, well, I wouldn't use us because I'm... Well, I you're think, not a woman, uh, but... Well, yeah, exactly. So 50% of us. Um, but that's, the, that's the, the most basic thing to understand in all of it is that as a Muslim, you're rewarded according to your intention. intention. What is your intention, right? If you're only being out there to get attention mm -hmm. to you, this is not allowed, right? But if you're there for a reason, educating, you know, doing something that is beneficial for, for society um, and people, even if that's something as simple as trying to humanize Muslims to the world mm -hmm. and show, yeah, we might dress a little bit differently, we might do things a little bit differently, mm -hmm. but we're all the same, yeah. right? You're, you're bringing a benefit to Muslims on a, on a, on a larger scale, right? But it, it, again, it's all about uh, intention. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I wanted uh, to point out is like the extremism stuff. Yeah. Um, because you had mentioned like there are some verses that are taken out of context regarding Muslim women mm -hmm. in Islam. Uh, for instance, the Taliban will take those verses and they'll say that women cannot go outside in public. Mm -hmm. They cannot go to school anymore. They cannot work. Yeah. Um, I was watching this documentary by Vice News and they were the, they were interviewing a member of the Taliban and uh, the woman had asked him, do, do you think that a woman could be a judge or can work or whatever? Mm -hmm. And his response was straight up, no, I believe that women have a smaller brain than men do. <laughs> 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 and they're not on the huck. They're not on the, on the, on the faith. And I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Where does that even come from? Like, so the interesting part about that is that when people, I like to call them, you know, the, I won't, I won't say what I like to call them. We'll leave mm -hmm. that out. But when people are on social media and they say things like, um, you know, they use the word tabaraj. Right? Oh, that and word has been thrown around so much on so TikTok we'll lately. So we'll get to that. I, don't to even, that. I didn't even know the definition of it. What, it. what does it even mean? Okay, well, so here's the problem is that Muslims on social media or people who throw this term around, yeah. they have no idea what it means. They heard somebody say it. Or they heard, they read some mm -hmm. some fatwa or whatever, and then they leave comments with and, using and that word. Okay, so people have said, "Oh, makeup is tabaraj, right? Yes, oh, that's what they say. A particular uh, hijab or a clothing is tabaraj, yeah. right? Linguistically, that's not what it means. Mm -hmm. So you have certain words that are like in, in English, you have a person, place, a thing, which is called a noun, right? And 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 an action word is called a verb, right? A verb. So. The baraj is is similar to a verb. It's an action. It's hmm. not a thing, hmm. right? To say makeup is the baraj. No, because it, when you look at the actual, if you go back to what is the meaning of it, it's 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 in reference to um, big buildings that are built and they're put up on display, hmm. right? So when you when you understand what this means, it's referring to firstly. A very, a very, as Allah says in the Quran, mm -hmm. right in that same uh, verse in, in chapter 33, verse 33, about these type of women from the time of Jahiliyyah. So it's specifically talking about a certain type of people. Mm -hmm. It's not just, oh, makeup is tabaraj, right? They don't understand the context of the word. They don't understand the meaning of the word. They're throwing it around like it almost means like haram. Anything what you want it to mean. Yeah. Not, that's not how language works. Yeah. It doesn't mean just because you think it means something that mm -hmm. doesn't 
necessitate that that's what it I've means. Even, I've even heard Muslim women use that word. Yeah. And, and they're like, oh, you know, like, I, I wear makeup and I know it's the baraj, and but I'm trying my best. And I'm like, wait, what? So when you You're, say What that, are you saying okay, about so, yourself? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you don't even know what it means, but you're going to say it because it sounds smart. It, it's trendy. I don't it's know. Trendy, right? <laughs> Hashtag the closest, trend. if you actually look at the, the verses of the Quran that talk about it, if you look at what the Prophet ﷺ has said about it, and you look at what the scholars have referred to about it, it's referring to what I would, okay, this is not to disrespect anybody, but if you look at, um, for example, if you go to, you know, these places um, where you have like a lot of prostitutes, right? Mm -hmm. And what are they doing? Are they dressed up a certain way? Obviously, they're there to show and expose themselves, right? Do they walk a certain way? Absolutely. Do they talk a certain way? Absolutely. Do they, do they action themselves in a certain way? Absolutely they do, right? So this is the action of the Baraj, where they're out in society, they're trying to get the attention of men. And through their, through their actions, through their clothing, through their makeup, through all of it, this is the Baraj. Right? Yeah, but the people, are, the people say that makeup is... Correct, and if you ask people like Sheikh Malhar Mahmoud about this word, he said it's 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 such a travesty that people would take a word they don't understand, mm -hmm. they don't know, and just apply it to anything, mm -hmm. right? It's like uh, so many things we 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 as Muslims suffer so much because other people that aren't Muslim take words out of Islam and then they try to tell you what it means. But we say, well, well wait, wait a second, that's not what it means. Like jihad, it means killing all the non-Muslims. I mean, that's such a stupid thing to say mm -hmm. because you don't understand what you're saying. You look very dumb to anybody who knows what it actually means, right? And it's the same thing with this particular word is that makeup isn't, but what is your action behind it? Are you totally doing your makeup like crazy because you want the attention from men? Yeah, or are you just wearing it just because... You want your well, skin again, to look that, even. Again, and, that's, and a whole, that's a whole other, yeah, that's a whole other I conversation. It, I, think, I think it just honestly like, comes down to your intention. If you're going to be dressing a certain way or doing a certain thing to impress men, then yeah, it, it becomes something that's not permissible. Exactly. Right? And that's Whereas, the action that these people are referring to, mm -hmm. but they're using it in a completely incorrect They're kind of blanketing context. everyone. Whereas there's people that will wear makeup and mm -hmm. go about their day and do a vlog and do this and do and th and that's not their intention. They're so not the interesting, wearing it. What to I find men. interesting is that for any layman, and I will call them layman because you will never hear scholars slandering people saying, "Oh, the bodage makeup, the bodage whatever." So for you lay people out there like myself, um, if you use this word and you say makeup is the bodage. Mm -hmm then you are unknowingly insinuating that the greatest mufassirun of, uh, mufassir of the Qur'an, Ibn Abbas radiyallahu an, that he said it's permissible for you to do tabaraj. Because he said makeup is okay. Be well, he didn't say makeup specifically, but he said kohl, right? And, and, and the, verses, the verses of the Qur'an, what normally appears thereof of a woman mm -hmm. is what is allowed to be, to be you know, on display, but allowed mm -hmm. to be shown in public. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that he said is kohl. 
And many which of the Sahaba, eyeliner. which is the what? It's the most seductive form of makeup that a woman can wear. Totally. From a man's perspective. Totally. The the dark eyes. That's what's attractive, mm -hmm. right? So. And he said that's okay. You're insinu, <laughs> but then you're insinuating that he's approving this thing that's so sinful, hmm. because you don't understand the greater context, because you don't understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You're throwing the Sahaba under the bus, mm -hmm. right? So again, makeup is something that's disputed amongst scholars. Nobody will disagree and say that kohol is haram for women to wear. And, it, and, and in the presence of, of non-mahrams, uh, non mm -hmm. because that's what was referred to, what can be shown outside your home, mm -hmm. right? Um, so it, the ignorance of people. It's probably not referring to foundation, which is literally your skin tone. I don't understand why people like kohol versus foundation. Like which one do you think is aka if you want to quote more modest. Exactly. Well, it's I mean? all about the intention. Yeah. What are you doing it for? Mm -hmm. It's like anything, right? If you're, if you're, I mean, you could be like, well, what are you working out for? Because I want to look good for all the girls at the beach. <laughs> Was well, that, is that, do you think you should be doing that? No, you should be doing it because you want to get healthy. You yeah. want to be in shape. You want to live longer. You know, Allah yeah. prefers a strong believer over a weak believer, so sure. on and so forth, mm -hmm. right? But, but yeah, I mean, even, even the issue of makeup, like I mentioned before, is, is something that is disputed. Some people say you're not, not allowed any type of whatever, whatever. Kohol, yes, of course, it's, it's halal, right? Mm -hmm. But what, again, the scholars who more err on the side of reason and understanding is that Allah created us beautiful in the most beautiful manner. And if a person themselves is insecure and it takes a little bit of you know foundation or, or whatever to make them feel Better. more like what Allah, the beauty that Allah has created, mm -hmm. then they say there's nothing wrong with that. It's once you cross that line from what is kind Your of again. normal makeup mm -hmm. to you being somebody who's doing it to attract you know, Again, like this is not in reference to just women. Like this applies to men as well. Absolutely. Just like you mentioned, like a man going to the gym to get ripped. Like it, what is he doing that for? Yeah. Is he doing that for himself? Or is off. he doing it to show off? Exactly. Ask There's a difference. If, if, a, if a guy is jacked, what kind of clothing does he wear? Always muscle shirts. Tight clothes, yeah. show yourself off. Gotta show everybody. Exactly. Macho man. Exactly. Yeah, there's, so, an, there's an intention factor behind it. And, and sure. that's the thing is like with regards to this entire topic, it's all it all boils down to your intention. Exactly. And even the scholars that, that permit makeup, they say that that's the, that's, the, that's the deciding factor of when it is no longer permissible. Yeah. But they say, you know what else they say? Mm -hmm. It's up to the woman to decide what is too much. For Not sure. you as a man to of look course. at them and be like, oh, no, she, that's two Definitely. shades too light. Or, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like, I know for myself what's too much. Yeah. Like, I personally don't like a red lip. Or I personally don't like super dark lipstick. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's too much but for me. But even if you were to do that, so what I is your intention? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, people... It's, it's the, the, the jahiliya of the time, mm -hmm. is that we disregard the scholars, we open up books of hadith, we start reading English translations of Bukhari because we don't understand Arabic, and even if we do understand colloquial modern Arabic, we don't understand classical Arabic, yeah. we don't understand Quranic Arabic. So we just say, oh, I know, I'm, I'm an Arab, I know. No, you don't. No, you don't. You've mm -hmm. never studied classical fiqh. Mm -hmm. if you, if, and again, if you don't have fiqh, which is understanding, in the words of Hamza Yusuf, shut up. <laughs> he doesn't say things like that very often, but if you I've don't, heard, yeah. if you don't have thick, shut up. 
Yeah. That's his quote, not mine. Yeah. Uh, and I agree with him 100%. You have nothing to back what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's just you being and the, the thing is, 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 is the scary thing about seeing videos like that all over TikTok about this debate that's happening mm-hmm. um, amongst, and it's not even scholars, it's just, that's, it's, it's amongst that's the common people problem. that are like, oh, this sister should not be making content online and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, like, who are you? Um, the crazy thing is, is non-Muslims will look at that and they'll be like, whoa, mm-hmm. I don't think I could be a Muslim, especially yeah. women. Yeah, and, and the crazy thing is, is the biggest amount of converts are women are Western, to, to are Western, Western, Western women, women to Islam. Yeah. But if they saw those videos on TikTok, I bet you they wouldn't think yeah. And if you presented what the scholars of reason speak about, is that, yes, it would, it's permissible, yeah. but don't do it so that you are attracting men yeah. willingly, mm-hmm. knowingly. Mm-hmm. And most women would be like, well, that yeah, makes that makes sense. sense. Like, yeah. duh. duh. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, because women in general, they know the women that do too much. Yeah. They go too far. They try too hard, right? So who, again, men, this is not something that a man is responsible to do. Yes, if, you, if, you, if, if you're married and your wife is like one of those people, yeah, you as a husband should definitely give nasiha. And at the end of the day, she can take it or, or not, mm-hmm. right? But the funniest part that I find is that the people who make these comments um, about tabaraj and, and mm-hmm. makeup and this and this, the, the, if, if that's what Islam is, To right, them... No, no, but in general, if that's what Islam is, right, is this notion of women stay in the house, they're not allowed to go out, makeup is forbidden, you know, this tabaraj is, is mm-hmm. literally can't applies to... Can't listen to her voice, can't tabaraj do this. literally applies to everything that a woman could ever do, yeah. right? Then you and your ideology is the ideology of the Taliban mm-hmm. and ISIS. 100%. I hate to say it. I, I don't hate to say it. It's just, it's, it is it's what true. it is. It's it a fact. It is what it is. That's, that's literally what they believe. They hold that understanding. The rest of the Muslim world doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Even, even like Saudi Arabia, which is, is seen as a very kind of extreme mm-hmm. kind of place, they don't necessarily hold that type of ideology. Mm-hmm. It's definitely more rigid than it would be in somewhere like Malaysia or in Turkey mm-hmm. or in Egypt, mm-hmm. right? But still, they don't go to that extreme. Mm-hmm. Some people, maybe, but you're going to find those people anywhere you go. But just in a general sense, mm-hmm. you don't represent the Muslim world. No. You don't represent the scholars of Islam. You don't represent Muslims in general, right? But mm-hmm. what you do represent and what you are pushing is extremism of people who don't even... Again, you have the, the fatwa of over 300 scholars when ISIS was in its heyday. Yeah. And it was a fatwa them. completely saying these people have nothing to do with Islam. Of course. Right? You have the Taliban, right? And again, uh, people's intentions may differ, whatever. But you know, when, when, when the Taliban just took over last year, right? Um, you know, one of my friends, a scholar, sent a video and he was commenting and saying, you know, this is their big imam, their big mufti of mm-hmm. Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And he can't even recite the Qur'an properly. No, none of them can. They're so uneducated. When I was watching that documentary by Vice News, like the, the, the mentality, the is so mentality very, very mm-hmm. like rigid and just like bizarre. Like mm-hmm. there, was the, there was a woman talking about abuse happening um, to this one woman. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, I've, I've never heard of abuse in this city. And she's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. There's women in the hospital with broken bones all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're denying that? He's like, well, if there is one, you should bring me a case. And it's like, where do you live? Yeah. Like, are your eyes blindfolded? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's bizarre. So and, and the, I think at the end of the day, if there's anything to take away from this entire conversation, yeah. is educate yourself. Totally. Don't just Google, is makeup haram? And then read something and that's it. 
understand the bigger picture. Speak if, to a scholar. If Ibn Abbas has stated that kohol is permissible in the marketplace, you could say, right? Out and about. Mm -hmm. Because again, that's what the verse of the Quran is referring to. It's not going to say, it's not going to tell you what clothing or what, like, what normally appears thereof when you're at home with your husband. Because you don't have to wear anything if you don't want to. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's referring yeah. to when you're out in a professional Makes setting. Sense. Right? So if you say uh, makeup is tabaraj, well, kohol is makeup. There's no, mm -hmm. there, it's the earliest form of makeup, mm -hmm. you know, that, that we have in this, in this mm -hmm. you know, kind of way of life. Uh, or this, you know, under Islam, essentially. So when you say that you make these statements, you're throwing the Sahaba under the bus. The totally. greatest people that ever walked the face of the earth next to the prophets, mm -hmm. alayhi salatu wasalam. Uh, and their be understanding all of, them. of what Islam was. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So th the problem is take a step back. Just, you know, don't think I know anything. Mm -hmm. It's simple. You know, we had this discussion today. Uh, was another topic we were speaking about. And it's like, if there's a difference of opinion, you need to be educated enough that you can stand and you can and you can discuss that difference of opinion mm -hmm. because it's not okay for you to say well this is haram you know yeah but there's a difference of opinion if all you know is there's a difference of opinion you're not qualified to even talk about this thing no right that's what people always say oh you say music is halal no it's a difference of opinion which means there is nothing conclusive in the Quran or the Sunnah to forbid this or allow it, so the scholars have differed. Mm -hmm. If there's a difference of opinion about anything, it means there is no evidence to support it, and that's why they differ. Mm -hmm. What is definite is definite. What is differed upon is differed upon. So if you're going to say something's permissible or not permissible, you need to know why it is or why it isn't. And, and that's why when you come down, when this boils down to this particular topic in summarizing, is you're not going to find a verse that says, women pray in a closet and mm -hmm. stay there. Or women don't, don't ever speak mm -hmm. out loud. Or women don't walk into the marketplace. So you won't, you won't find anything that says mm -hmm. that because that's not the case. That's just not the case. Islam is far from it. Yeah. Islam gives women so many rights. Um, so when I see videos like that and I see people putting up content like that, it's just really disheartening because I feel like it kind of puts us a few steps back. Absolutely. And it makes Islam look really barbaric Absolutely. when it's not. Absolutely. And, and the way I look at it is, for one, I think that if it's, if it's men who are making these comments, you're completely insecure it with is. your faith. You're completely insecure with your understanding because you feel the need to control people who are they have they don't belong to you, mm -hmm. right? Every, every one of us belongs to Allah, and you have no right to impose your understanding because the next guy's understanding differs from yours, and this giant you know fuqaha their 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 view differs with yours. Mm -hmm. But when people again with your intention, if your intention is pure, forget about it. You know the Hadith Qudsi. You know, for people who don't know, Hadith Qudsi is, is a narration from uh, the Prophet, peace be upon him, but it is direct revelation from Allah. So it is Allah speaking, essentially. Mm -hmm. And it's a Hadith in Bukhari that I, where Allah says, I am in my dealing with my servants as they think of me, mm -hmm. and I am with them when they invoke me. Mm -hmm. right? Which means that Allah is going to deal with you according to what you think Allah is going to do with you. If you, if you believe in your heart, Allah is the most merciful Allah will forgive my mistakes. Allah is a ghafoor rahim. Allah is, is, you know, is hopefully, inshallah, you know, forgive my shortcomings. My intention is pure. That's the thing, right? It's like you can't sin with, with a bad intention. Oh, I, 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 uh, I'm drinking alcohol, but 
my intention is pure. It doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't right? work like that. If you're on social media and you're doing something that is good, productive, whatever, don't flaunt yourself to, to men that you're trying to, you know, that's the baraj, that's bringing in unwanted or again wanted in that particular case, right? But I mean, there's so many people, Muslim women who are, 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 are you know, guiding millions of young girls Definitely. to wear a hijab. There's so many role models and there's so many positive Muslim women that are on social Absolutely. media that are making a difference. Like for me... I was influenced by yeah. Muslim women on social media to wear hijab. Mm -hmm. I wear it to this day because I looked at other women mm -hmm. on social media because there was no one in my Absolutely. community. There was not a single person. Mm -hmm. And so if I look back at that, I'm like, if they weren't, if there wasn't any woman on social media back then, this is 10 years ago, by the way, like would I ever be, would I be wearing hijab today? Mm -hmm. Maybe not. And that's, to you go, don't know. and that's, that's, you know, hijab, that's how to be a, a mother that's yeah i mean there's so many things that people are bringing value to on a global scale definitely and, so much positivity and people are insecure about that that's men, the problem aka well, men. women too women too some women but mostly men no 100 muslim men 100 that are that that feel the need to just be so vocal about it yeah. and like it makes them so uncomfortable like buddy look the other way <laughs> if it bothers you why are you yeah, on social absolutely. media absolutely <laughs> i mean Again, it's your, why. What is your intention on being on social media to troll women? Like that's that's what your mo. Lower your gaze. Lower your, get Simple. off social media. Yeah, get if off social media. If that's if that's if you know, oh, you're trying to liberate the world and do so much good by you know by doing and saying these mm -hmm. things. You just you're making the rest of us look bad because exactly. of your own ignorance, mm -hmm. right? So when we when some of our closest friends are scholars of Islam great scholars of islam unbiased scholars of islam mm -hmm. that don't, don't they don't they're not connected not to a cult they're not you know they're not dogmatic they take their understanding from the first generation of fuqaha and and they love and appreciate what we do as a couple right then that should at least show that you know you as you know you know Sheikh so-and-so sitting in your, your mom's basement, you know, that you just oh quickly Google the fatwa from Islam QA to be able to say, oh, look, the, oh, the so-and-so oh, said. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You're, yeah. you're, you're ignorant and, you're, and you're, what you're doing is, is far more damaging yeah. than it is anything else. Yeah, exactly. You're not bringing people closer to Islam. What you're doing is pushing them away. Yeah, so. absolutely. Definitely. Such a good topic. I'm glad that we discussed this because it definitely needed to be said. And I'm just, I'm glad to see all you sisters out there that are hustling, trying to make social media a better place for Muslim women and for the youth. Absolutely. we need to see that. For sure. So. And, and again, as an advice, a nasiha for the people who aren't, the people that have the, 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 the wrong intention, the people who are doing these things, whether that's, you know, dancing and twerking or, or, or you know, sexualizing yourself on social media, mm -hmm. you need to take a step back. We're all going to die one day mm -hmm. and your content is going to be up. For, for all you know for everyone to see mm -hmm. uh, unless you have some way to delete it when you're dead mm -hmm. um, you know so we should always be conscious that while we're here in this world we're making an effort to make the next one better Definitely. and if we're not doing that then our intention is blown anyway mm -hmm. so may Allah you know strengthen our intention I mean, make it and keep it pure you know mm -hmm. and that we're, what we're doing we're doing for his sake and his sake alone irregardless of what the haters may think mm -hmm. um, you know so yeah at the end of the day all you can do is you know speak what you believe to be the truth and again like allah says in the quran speak the truth even if it's against yourself absolutely 100 percent. thank you so much for listening you guys and we'll see you in the next one all right guys take care assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh